And we are live on another edition of All In on High School Sports. Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti, how are you? I'm good. Good evening. Thanks, everyone, for joining us tonight. Um, you know, it, it's a little different um, start to All In on High School Sports tonight. A somber note. Somber note. And uh, Kenny Kirkpatrick starting off, hello, All In on High School Sports family. Tough day for everyone, but I know Jen and Kurt will help us out. Coach Siciliano, devastated. Uh, and devastated because of the news. The uh, the untimely passing of Ramapo head coach Drew Gibbs. Um, our thoughts and prayers are, of course, with his family, um, and of course, his extended family um, of Ramapo football. Yeah, and, you know, we, um, again, Coach Gibbs, um, you know, I, 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 we could, I could say this, and I'll get into a personal in a second, but, you know, I, I've said many times on this show, the best head coach in new jersey and i stand by it not to slight anybody else he was just that damn good and i will say it he was he's the best coach in new jersey um on a personal note you know and i spoke to a couple of people today i spoke with um you know coach siciliano we spoke with coach breslin obviously a little bit and i spoke with coach alimo uh people who we coach people who coached under and the um you know the thought going from all of us was we all thought we knew football, but then when we got with Coach Gibbs, it was like, oh my God, like we knew nothing compared to this guy. And I could say, you know, I, I want to thank him, obviously, for giving me a chance to learn under him and then being able to develop into an offensive coordinator at St. Mary's. And I mean, I, I give him all the credit in the world. And just to learn, I mean, you know, uh, like Kenny saying, um, you know, great coach, but even a better person, you know, you will be missed. And we could just see on his social media today with Twitter and Facebook of just how many players and all coaches from other programs of, you know, what their thoughts were for him, you know, and, uh, you know, it's going to be an unbelievable, you know, I mean, listen, everyone's going to miss him. Um, program, Eddie Sis is saying on another level. But uh, hey, we had co he was the first coach on our show. Yeah, we did uh, coaching legends, and he was you know uh, a, a current coach, still coaching, you know. And uh, we did he did it from his backyard, from his remember? Backyard, yep, did absolutely. it from his backyard, brought some kids brought on. Some kids on, yep. Um, you know, as you were mentioning social media, you know, it's one thing to recognize Coach Gibbs as the coach that he was, but even. You know, we don't want to, we would be remiss if we did not mention, as Kenny kind of said, the, the person he was as well. And his family and friends, you know, who knew him other than Coach Gibbs have remarked on the mark he left on their families. Um, and, you know, it's that he brought to his program. You know, he, he taught his players football, his staff as well. But as I'm sure anybody would tell you, he, he taught them more about you taught them good life lessons as well and how to be good men. And that is evident by the things that people have been remembering about him, not only at his coaching persona, but him as a person as well. Yeah. And, you know, you know, it's not about now, you know, if they're going to play versus Northern Highlands and that, you know, like it's not about that. That game doesn't matter right now. Um, even though, you know, knowing him, Hey, go get the game. But, um, you know, the only thing I can say is, the Lord above, it's probably a big football game going on somewhere, and he probably said, I need a damn coach. <laughs> and you know what? He's like, I can't lose this game, so you know what? I'm going to get the best, so I'm getting going to get Coach Gibbs. But, uh, you know, that um, 
in any Sicilian, I'll say in a father, father figure. And you know what? You heard a lot of people say that today. But uh, hey, rest in peace, Coach. You know, we um, hopefully we'll do something nice for Coach down the road. But um, again, just shocking and um, heartbreaking because uh, he was the best, man. And, uh, you know, listen, we're all going to miss him. 100%. Um, okay, so that was for Coach Gibbs. Amen. Eddie Sissa saying amen. And um, so what else do we got going on for the show tonight? So on tonight's agenda, we will be welcoming uh, the Hanover Park football coach, Daniel Fulton. After Coach Fulton, we'll be joined by the East Orange head football coach, Ray Oliver. And our guest picker tonight is a Mr. Frank Calandrillo of Garfield Junior Boilermaker Football. So yep. that is what we have slated this evening. And our first guest is ready in the waiting room. So okay. I am going to let Coach Fulton... In. Sounds good. All right, let's get him in and situated, make sure we're functioning. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good. Can you hear us okay? I can. Can you hear me? Yep, we're good. We're good. So let me officially awesome. uh, introduce you to our audience. We're joined by uh, Coach Daniel Fulton of Hanover Park Football. He's been the coach there since 2018, making this his fourth year at the helm. His team is currently 6-4, and four, and they are still alive in the North 1 Group 2 bracket of the state tournament. This weekend, they will travel to number 2 seed Caldwell to play for the sectional final. Coach, congratulations <laughs> on making it to the sectional final, and thank you for joining us tonight. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right, I'm going to actually start, you start off, off with yep. you tonight. So you guys come into your bracket as the eight seed, and you upset the number one seed, mm -hmm. undefeated Ramsey. Then you follow that mm -hmm. up by defeating number four, another upset, number four, Waldwick. Can you give us a quick recap of those first two games? Yeah, sure. Before I do that, just I, you know, I, I have to mention uh, New Jersey football lost a uh, legend today with Coach Gibbs. Um you know, him and I weren't best friends or anything like that, but as a young coach, he was somebody who was always really good to me, really nice to me. Um, you know, he was an open book in terms of helping me with offense and defense, and uh, I think he was a better man than coach, which is which is saying a lot, uh, and New Jersey lost somebody special. There's a lot of people up in at Ramapo that are hurting right now, so any thoughts and prayers we can send their way, I'm sure they'll appreciate well Thank said. You. Well Thank said. You. Yeah, no, sorry to sorry to take it down from the beginning, but no, uh, we we I don't know if you were able to watch I'm our sure intro. You guys did something we did, already. you know, Kurt actually coached with Coach Gibbs at Ramapo, so uh, oh, we wow. did we did so want you know. to yeah. we did want to pay him the proper respect and, and your words. You just some, you know what? I got to be honest with you, Coach. We left out a mentor to other coaches, like Kurt yep. coached with yeah. him. So of course his staff members, but you make a great point about just being a mentor to, you know, opposing coaches as well. So thank you for bringing mm -hmm. that up. Yeah, no, he doesn't know me. I mean, you know, we, we talk on the phone. I'm active in the, uh, with the association, but I called him up asking to see if we could just talk offense. And he was an open book and an incredible resource to not just me, but all the guys on my staff and, uh, an incredible role model for a young coach like me. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a sad day in New Jersey football. 100%. Um, but, no, back to, back to the games. Ramsey kicked our butt, um, I don't know, week six, week seven or something like that, 49-7. Um, to seven. Uh, and I, You know, I just don't think my game plan was very good going into the game. I don't think the kids were uh, as excited as they needed to be. And, and Ramsey was a great team, and they beat the hell out of us. Um, when we got that draw, we were excited. The kids were jacked up. They were ready to go. That's all they were focused on. And, um, you know, I think we were a little lucky that Ramsey was banged up. Um, so on top of us getting healthy from, you know, being banged up throughout the course of the year and them being a little nicked up, 
and our game plan being better and the way the kids played, it was a, a perfect storm. Um, and just had a pretty awesome experience. And then uh, Waldwick was another good one. That's a well-coached team. Coach Grosses does a great job there. Um, you know, year in and year out, all they do is win. Um, you know, and they, they do some things offensively that present some issues. Um, but we were pretty confident going into that matchup, especially, you know, if, if we could play like we did against Ramsey, um, we're going to be a pretty tough out. <clears throat> So, Coach, like Jen said, again, congratulations uh, on this run. And uh, awesome, like you said, I did coach with Coach Gibbs, and you're 100% like Coach Cislano saying, well said, Coach, you, you hit it right on the money. But um, so you got, like Jen said, you start as an eight seed, you play the one seed, you get that upset. Then you play the four seed, you get that upset. Now you're in the sectional final. You're, hey, you're four quarters away from winning the sectional final. So do you consider, like, are you guys still like, we're still the underdogs? Or you're like, hey, we're four quarters Absolutely. away from it. No, absolutely. I mean, Caldwell thumped us three weeks ago. They were our week nine game. They beat the crap out of us. Uh, they're a well-coached team. Um, you know, they're big, they're fast, they're strong, they're good at everything they do. You know, and they're the type of team we're trying to be. They don't, they're not going to impress you with their numbers when they get off the bus. You know, they're a thin roster, but every kid's the hammer. They all do what they're supposed to do. They, you know, it's a good group of tough kids. Um, and they smacked us around last time. So, we're hoping to uh, return the favor on Friday, change our game plan up a little bit. But, you know, this is only the third time Hanover Park's been in a sectional final. Um, so the kids are jacked up. They're excited. But they know – I have a very veteran group. I'm lucky I've got a lot of two- and three-year starters. So they, they know exactly what they're walking into. This is, this is going to be a war. We hope. We hope we can make it a little bit better than the last time. Coach, can you highlight some of those players for us on both sides of the ball that um, have had an impact for you this season and been leaders for you on the field? Sure. It starts with Mike Philippon. Um, you know, his dad and uncle both played here uh, at Hanover. One, I think they were both on the state championship team in 1990. Um, you know, he's he's one of the best backs I've ever had, uh, best running back, excuse me. And, you know, we moved him around on defense, and he kind of found a home middle linebacker the past couple weeks. He's been doing a great job there. He just broke the rushing record um, at Hanover Park last week. He's got 26 or 2,700 yards on the ground in two and a half years as a starter. Um, so that was pretty impressive. Uh, next one up is Brett Bear, senior receiver and uh, D-back for us. He's another three-year starter that's, that's kind of gone through the ringer as a sophomore and, and paid his dues. And past two years has had a lot of success for us. He had a monster game. Last week against Waldwick, I think five receptions for 200-plus yards, three scores, an interception, a tackle, uh, some kick returns. Um, and all, he lost his grandma, I believe, on Tuesday. So he missed some practice time, you know, dealing with that and being with his family and uh, came back and had just a monster game. It was a really cool story for him. Um, Paul Costantino is another receiver, uh, but he, he's our – captain of the defense. He, he runs the defense for us as a free safety. He's another three-year starter. Has battled injuries um, early on in his career and has just gotten better and better each year. Um, Dinner Foley runs our offensive line. He's our center um, and our, uh, one of our better D linemen. Uh, another three-year starter for me. Uh, Leo Farantelli and uh, Thomas DeFranco are O-line and D linemen that are two-year starters for us. And then, you know, there's a bunch of kids that I want to name, but another one's Mikey Barello. He's our quarterback, one of our linebackers. He had a decent start to the year and then a, a tough stretch in the middle of the year where he kind of kind of kept throwing to the other team too much, which is a problem. Um, but the past couple of weeks, he's been lights out for us and just doing a phenomenal job. And he, he's kind of 
he's a big reason why we're winning games offensively and defensively. Nice. Uh, we got a comment from Dr. John Taylor, athletic director at Irvington, and he's saying, quote-unquote, Speaking about you, Coach, saying my game plan wasn't very good. I didn't get the kids excited about enough, excited enough to play. When talking about your assistance, they did a great job. Coach Fulton takes no credit for himself with success, takes the blame for defeats, and praises others when the team does well. Coach Fulton is okay with me. Hanover Park is lucky to have him. So that's from Dr. John Taylor, uh, AD Appreciate at that, Irvington. Coach. Appreciate it. Uh, there's Thank John, you very much. Doctor uh, John Beelan saying, uh, I always said Dr. Beelan. I mean, been nuts. <laughs> Look at those two. You guys know the deal. Um, you know, Coach, <clears> you <throat> talked a little bit. I was going to ask you a second thing about the sectional final with Caldwell, but you kind of broke it down a little bit. So I'll ask mm-hmm. you this. Um, coaching, like, hey, playoffs are, you know, regular season, regular season. Now you got your playoffs, but now it's a sectional final. How do you mm-hmm. kind of, like, get to the kids to say, hey, just like the movie with Hoosiers, it's still a football game. I mean, the stakes are high, but how do you, you know, how are you like? Hey, it's it's still a regular football game. Yeah, we gotta we gotta play. I mean, that's you know, we we try not to change much during the week. Um, you know, this is the the third section final I've been in. One as a player and two as a coach now. Um, and the biggest thing is like, you know, we got to do what got us here. You know, and and you know, we 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 can't stray from from. Uh, you know, all the good that we've done, but we got to fix our mistakes and we treat it like every, I mean, we're still doing tackling drills, turnover drills and individual periods. You know, we try not to change much, um, but the pressure's on the kids, you know, the pressure's on us as coaches, Um, you know, but look, I'm so blessed. I'm so lucky. The town, the two towns, East Hanover and Florham Park that I get to work for, they have been so supportive and so good for these kids. I mean, last week at Walbrook, we had more fans than they did. Um, you know, we travel well. It's a good group. They care about me. They care about the kids. It's a, it's a special place to be. I'm lucky. It's great small school football. So, you know, we're just trying not to let them down. You know what, Jen? I'm just gonna I'm gonna go in, into the, my last question because yeah. Coach kind of <clears> went into this. So that yeah. was my last question. Like, support of the school, support of the administration, and um, yep. it's only Tuesday. But can you sense like even in that school, like they're getting ready or ready for Friday night? Yeah, you know, I. I Look, I'm, I'm very lucky. Like, I have an incredible support network between, you know, previous coaches I've worked for, coached against, uh, coached with, you know, parents, family, friends. Uh, you know, I've been – everybody on my staff has just been getting so much love and affection and, and, and well wishes from so many people. I mean, you know, guys that were my high school teachers, not even coaches, were sending me stuff. So, you know, I, I'm lucky and I, I can't thank them enough um, for all their support. It means a lot. But, you know, we – we make fun of Hanover Park. We say nobody ever leaves. I mean, outside of Seaside Heights and Hanover, um, <laughs> most of these people haven't been anywhere. No, but uh, it's such a great community that everybody wants to stay there. Um, you know, so I've got dads who played on the championship team. I'm getting to coach their sons, you know, and I, I've got dads that have come through the program whose kids are now freshmen and sophomores, and they're just so excited. And it just means more. Um, you know, most of them don't bother me. I haven't been getting too many emails about playing time, so that's nice. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just a very, very supportive group. You know, my wife's the head soccer coach. I got to throw a shout-out to her. She's playing go. in the semi, semifinals tomorrow against Oh, awesome. Um, oh, nice. Very good luck. Nice. Yeah, good luck for her tomorrow. Yeah, no, against Sparta. So that's going to be a war. Um, you know, but she, she feels the same way. And it's cool. You know, it, it really is family for us. Um, you know, our, our, my daughter's always at the games and on the sideline and all that stuff. She she comes to our Thursday dinners. So, um, co- yeah, so coach, you guys got a boring week in your household this week. You got nothing. <laughs> you guys got nothing going on, right? 
Only if we lose. Only if we lose. <laughs> if we win, we're if we win, we we don't really talk to each other during the week. That's good. I gotta read one comment. John Beelan said, I seriously talked to my wife about moving to East Hanover, literally three blocks away. I met the wrestling coach and my barber in Westwood, major wrestling school too. Straight up talent yeah. over there, students and coaches. Yeah, Coach Branham, um, him and I were neighbors in Marstown for a while. He, he's got it going on there with the wrestling program. It's a, you know, that's, that's probably the, the most storied program at Hanover Park. Um, you know, and him and I are good friends. I was a wrestler in high school. Uh, he didn't play football, but we, we don't hold that against him. But, we, you know, we've tried to <laughs> – we've tried to develop a relationship where the kids are, are playing more than one. I don't care what sport it is, football, basketball. I got to make sure I say that. Um, but, you know, wrestling, I think goes hand in hand, especially with the linemen. So, you know, we're constantly trying to get kids to play other sports, but it's nice that I, I, uh, I trust coach Branham and the rest of the coaches with my kids and they trust me with theirs. And, you know, it definitely helps with recruiting. You know, we're coach Branham's constantly sending kids to the big 10 and other D one schools for wrestling. So, it, it definitely helps me getting those guys in the room or on the field. Very nice. So, Coach, you took over the program in 2018 after coaching mm-hmm. as an assistant with Coach Moore. So can you tell us a yeah. little bit about the influence he had on you as a coach and maybe other coaches who have had an influence on your coaching style? Yeah, I mean, Coach Moore just left me in such a good spot. Um, you know, usually when people take over a program, it's because something's wrong with it or something's wrong with the coach. I mean, Coach Moore just wanted to spend more time with his son. And, uh, you know, he's been an incredible mentor for me, somebody I can go to and ask questions. But he, he left me in a really good position. You know, he put together a great staff that I was able to retain most of them. Um, you know, and, and, and a lot of the things, a lot of the mechanics of the program were already in place. You know, I, I had to add my bits and pieces that I wanted to fix and change and, and uh, better. But, you know, it was a well-run and, and well-organized program um, that – that has really set us up for some success. Other than that, um, you know, I've had some great coaches that I've worked for and with and, and some not-so-great coaches that I've worked for and with. <laughs> um, but some names that stand out, I mean, Coach Gene Cola at uh, Montclair State, mm-hmm. he's just, you know, he's a class act. There's a reason the guy's been there for 112 years. You know, he's, again, just another incredible human being on top of being a good football coach. He was a great mentor. Uh, my first football coach, Glenn Walrob, um, you know, he's another guy who he still texts me and calls me and, and roots for me. Um, and my wife coached against his daughter when she was playing at Mars Tech. He's still <laughs> supportive of me somehow. Um, but he's a guy who, who you know, I, I look to be like as a coach. Um, and then Dave Albano at Par Hills, Ross Parlow at Par Hills, uh, my head coach and my old old line coach, D.C. Um, you know, they were just incredible role models. They're the first guys to text me. When I win, you know, the congrats, and they're the first guys to tell me uh, what I need to do better when I lose. But I appreciate it. You know, they're again, you know, Coach Albano, Coach T, Coach Francis, all those guys have been coaching at Par Hills for over 20 years now. I mean, that's they're you know they're they're the example I'm trying to follow and set. Very nice. All right, we're gonna roll into a little segment, Coach, that we call Rapid Fire. So we're gonna give you some Uh-oh. more, uh, you know, I always say more fun, but then I feel like you know I set us up for yeah. <laughs> But Kurt's going to start us off. Go ahead. Coach, biggest coaching win? Um, Mountain Lakes last year was pretty huge. Uh, we were coming off of COVID for two weeks. Um, you know, and Mountain Lakes is the cream of the crop. Coach Fusco's got it going on in terms of small school football. Uh, and we beat them pretty good, um, you know, which, which doesn't usually happen to Mountain Lakes. So that was, that was a pretty nice one. Um, 
and I, you know, Ramsey, Ramsey was a big one. I mean, they, they're, they're a hell of a football team, well-coached, tough, smacked us around, and, um, you know, just the way my kids rallied around it, that was, that was pretty cool, real cool. Nice. I'm going to switch mine up. I was okay. going to go with something else, but I'm going to go with biggest rival. Who do you think your biggest rival at Hanover Park is? Um, Madison High School, you know, is the big rival between the two communities. Um, you know, it's our neighboring school. They're, you know, they're, again, they're one of the better group two schools in the area. Coach Kubik won, you know, four, five, six state titles, something like that. You know, they, they're, they're, they're a tough, 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 tough team to play. Uh, it's tough to go there. It's tough for them to come here. It's just, a, it's a good small school rivalry. And in Mountain Lakes, um, you know, that's another, they're one of the better small schools around historically the past 40 years, you know, going back with Coach Wilkins. Um, anytime you can steal a win from them, it means something. So those are, you know, two big ones for us. And then West Essex. I was um, curious if that was going to be in there. I was curious. I'm a yeah. West Essex grad. And what's funny is you, you went to high school. It was a Par Hills, correct? Par Hills. Right? Yeah. So it's yeah. the old Hiron Hills Conference, right? It's Par Hills, yeah. Hanover Park. And I was just curious. I know you guys try to still play every year, right? Like for the, yep. um, oh, God, I can't think of the name of what that trophy is called. Cardone Yes, Cup. yes, 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 Cardone yeah. <laughs> I was just curious. I don't know what still... it looks like. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't had it. <laughs> <laughs> my fault we'll get we'll get it back eventually um no but i mean you know west essex again they're they're one of the best schools in essex county they're you know they're playing for a state final year in and year out um you know coach b does such a good job there and and again he's another incredible role model like you know i'm going out there trying to beat the guy and, and he's giving me tips and pointers on you know what to do and he's just such a class acting great guy when he he shouldn't be in a rivalry game um but you know just such a good guy and yeah, that's a big one for a lot of the guys on staff, especially, you know, the alumni I have on staff. That, that's a big one. All right, Coach, favorite pizza place, like, in the Hanover Park, like, in, in your area? Favorite pizza place? Oh, man. Hanover Park. Nona's in Florin Park is real good. Uh, the Godfather is right across the street. They do some incredible stuff. Really good pies. Uh, their grandma pie is phenomenal. Um yeah, Godfather's probably it, and Godfather in East Hanover, um, <clears throat> and then uh, Angelina's is another real good one. One of our students, uh, his family owns it, and they do all of our dinners. They have fantastic food. I haven't had their pizza yet, but they do our Thursday night stuff, and it's just fantastic. There's John Beelan they, saying, "Godfather Pizza, Grandma Pie." There you go, Coach. Yeah. <laughs> I think I gained thirty pounds this season. So I've been a lot of pizza, a lot of pizza, a lot of stress and pizza. Coach, what is your favorite, if you had to choose of your attire, Nike, Under Armour, or Adidas? Uh, whatever's cheapest and my <laughs> booster club can afford. <laughs> That's it. My last, it one, my last one for you, Coach, favorite NFL football team? The Jets. Big Jets fan. And it's cool. They're... they're uh, their practice oh, their facilities facility, down the street. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. Yeah, so they, um, what was it, two years ago, three years ago, they took over our school for a game and uh, broadcasted it on uh, Fios or yeah, Fios. They redid our weight room for us. Uh, oh, awesome. They got, yeah, my boys got to meet some of the players. Like, they're just a incredibly generous organization. So on top of being a Jets fan, I get to meet them and hang out with them. Oh, that's Quincy awesome. Anu yeah, Quincy Anunwa is a former receiver there. He's actually a volunteer for us. Um, he lives, you know, locally and wanted to help out the school. And, you know, he's just been an incredible incredible spark plug for the kids. I mean, he's the most energetic human I've ever met on the sideline. Um, 
you know, so I, I was, I've been a Jets fan since Brian Cox and Vinny Testaverde and Curtis Martin, but now I get to meet them and hang out with them and they get to take care of me and help me. It just makes it even better. Awesome. Coach Cislano <laughs> saying Sorrento's Bakery for Crumb Cake. So. <laughs> yes. So Sorrento's, we actually have uh, the owner's son is going to be a hell of a player for us. He's a freshman. His daughter played for my wife. Um, the best brownies and crumb cake I've ever had. Oh. From the, yeah, good coach, fans. I'm going there Sunday food. morning, coach. <laughs> I will be it's there Sunday morning. It's like a crumb cake fan. <laughs> yeah, it's like a... I mean, you got to get the brown. I don't know what they do with the sugar on the bottom. It's special. We order from Sorrento's every Friday. Diet shot. The diet shot, coach. <laughs> there you go. All right, your last one. Yeah, All figure right. it out later. Coach, my last one for you is you guys win the big game on Friday night. Who's the first person you turn to celebrate with on the sidelines? Um, we got to win it first. But I'm going <laughs> to hug my players. I'm going to hug my players, hug my coaches, say thank you and congratulations for all the hard work and, you know, well-deserved selves. But those are the guys first. I'm like my dad's on the sideline. I'm sure he'll do something stupid. Got <laughs> <laughs> to take a picture or something. Only time I'm ever allowed to yell at my dad. That's it. Volunteer assistant coach. Get back. <laughs> terrible at it. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, the first thing I always do is say thank you to my coaches. And, um, you know, my daughter, she's two and a half, so she'll be asleep. My wife will be asleep. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll text them and call them. But, uh yeah, my assistant coaches do all the work. I just get to hang out and yell at the kids. So, <laughs> it's nice. So I, yeah, I get to thank them and thank the kids for putting up with my nonsense. Awesome. Coach, thank you so much for joining us tonight. It was a pleasure to have you Appreciate on. It. And best Appreciate of luck it. to you. Best of weekend. luck, Coach. Thanks, guys. Yeah, good luck, and I appreciate you guys doing this. This is my first time hearing about you, so... Uh, Hopefully we can spread the word. Good stuff and good luck. Thank you, Absolutely. Guys. Thank you. Thank you, Thank Coach. You. Have a good night. Stay safe. Yep. Okay, Coach right, Fulton Coach from um, Hanover Park. Hanover Park. Yep. And uh, what a run. You yeah, know, it's, And you know what? We were looking and saying, how many seeds? I want to say Jefferson um, in, the, in the public side. Jefferson and Hanover is really the only one over the eight. So it's not really... I mean, over the a, a six seed, where yeah. it's a lot of one, two, one, yeah. two, threes. Yeah. You know, he's obviously there the eight. Um, Jefferson, I believe, is a six, but hey, what a hell of a run right now Absolutely. for Coach Fulton. Absolutely. All right, we have our next guest ready to come on in. I'm going to okay. bring in Coach Oliver. Once he's in and settled, I will, uh, again, officially introduce him okay. to us here. Hey, Coach. How you doing? All right. How are you? Good. You can hear us okay? I hear you perfectly. Right. You can hear me good, yes, right? Yes, yes, sir. Perfect as well. Let me just introduce oh. you to our audience, if you don't mind. We are joined by... Coach uh, Ray Oliver from East Orange High School. He's been the head coach since 2017, making this his fifth year at the helm. His team is currently the number one seed in North One Group Five bracket for the state tournament, and they boast a 10-0 record. And they will play the three-seed PCTI in the sectional finals this weekend. Coach, congratulations on making it to the sectional finals, and thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Coach, great seeing you again, Coach. Um, yes. Yeah. Unbelievable uh, run right now at East Orange, and uh, like Jen said, congratulations on a ten and uh, You know, ten and I'm saying start because you still got work to do. <laughs> Hopefully, you get it done. But uh, my first question is: I have the first question. Oh, sorry, you got. To, I'm, I'm jumping. I want to talk to Coach Oliver here. I'm going to jump. Go ahead, you can go. We do sorry. an agenda, Coach, and then he jumps all over the yeah. place. <laughs> 
So your game last weekend for it was just the sectional semifinal pitted you against your neighboring town of West Orange, which is a rivalry as well. You guys had already seen them in the regular season. How was it to play, you know, them again, a big rival on such a big stage for this matchup? Well, before I start, if you don't mind, I just want to send our condolences. The East Orange community sends our condolences out to Drew Gibbs and the family and the whole Ramapo uh, institution that they are. I met Coach Gibbs years ago. I went, I'm an alumnus of Kane. At the time, it was Kane College. And he was our offensive coordinator when I joined the school. And he was awesome then. And uh, we actually had a chance to, to kind of uh, meet again when last year we played Ramapo on the COVID year. So, uh, again, we just, you know, heartfelt condolences out to them. And, and that whole community there at Ramapo, it's, it's a statewide loss. Uh, but getting to your uh, question about West Orange, West Orange is a, as you said, it's a neighboring town, um, much like most other towns here, Montclair, a few others where a lot of the kids know each other. Um, you know, the coaches know each other. And it's become a, a, a kind of like a sibling rivalry, if you will. <laughs> um, luckily, we've been on the... Uh, the upswing of it, the last four or five times we played them, we lost once. Um, but it's always a battle. Uh, as you know, it's always hard to beat the same team twice. Uh, we kind of we did it two years ago with Montclair, and we were lucky enough to do it again this year. Uh, but it was, it, was, it was a good game, hard game. Um, the elements were tough on us. You know, the uh, weather, uh, you know, we had an hour-long rain delay in between. and uh, But – the, the uh, state told us, the referees told us that, listen, no matter what, you're not going to be like Bergen Catholic and other schools. You're going to finish this game today. So I told I our guys. I was going to ask, Coach, that. I was going to ask if there was ever <laughs> a doubt that that game was going to get postponed. That was the first question uh, between, you know, are your young men properly equipped and uh, did they have water? <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs> and a sleeping you know, bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and a sleeping bag, that's right. Prepare for a long day, and we did. And, and, you know, we were just lucky enough to – you know, we got some guys that really play hard. So do they. Um, I think the difference in the game was our desire. I told the kids, this, these types of games are character games, right? Um, whether you're will, willing to go into that good night, so to speak. And our team was not ready uh, to kind of end the season. And uh, I think it kind of resonated in the show. Nice. Coach, um, East Orange, if you can go over and just explain the East Orange culture and your football program as a whole. Wow. Um it's, it's a lot. It's, it's really like a, it's simple, but yet, you know, we find it difficult. Um, a lot of kids, uh, I, I tell our kids all the time, the hardest things to do are the things that are right, right? You know, getting up on time and, you know, making sure that everything is ready to go for school and, you know, loving your mother and saying your prayers and taking your vitamins and all that good stuff. So with that, just to speak to the culture, when I took the job in 2017, I, I, I didn't let a, a kid on the team touch a football for uh, until they, we finished 40 community service hours. Not four, 40. And uh, the whole mantra, the idea behind it was that we know East Orange is a hotbed for talent. Ask any parochial school in the Northeast, right? Mm -hmm. um, guys like Jabril Peppers with the Giants and Rasul Douglas out there in uh, Green Bay. You know, those are products of East Orange. And uh, so I knew that that wasn't going to be my issue. The issue was going to be, can these kids learn how to conjugate a verb and get to practice on time? And that's, that, that was the test. So when I took over, uh, we had a 
team GPA of 1.6. I'm not, I'm not proud to say it, but that's what it was. Right now, we're at 3.1. Um, we hit uh, our number one kids, the valedictorian for the 2021 class. It was about six foot five, 280, had about five power five offers. And he opted to go to Seton Hall University on an academic scholarship. Wow. Our number eight kid uh, is out in uh, Iowa State for aeronautics. Our number 15th kid in his class is at a tiny school up in Maine called um, Colby. Oh, I know Colby. I had a player who played basketball there, and I know Colby. In the so, so you know they have a 1% acceptance rate. Yeah, a highly and, academic conference there, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, you know, so, so at the end of the day, you know, we, we pride ourselves on allowing these kids the same. We, we really try to get in a nutshell. We really try to give these kids the same opportunities that more affluent uh, students get. Um, kids kind of with that umbrella. If things go wrong, they have somebody to bail them out. Well, we don't have that. So fo for football in these stars, it just really become the dangling carrot to how we can get them to focus on the bigger things in life. And I think we've done a decent job so far. That's great. Uh, we got a comment from uh, Dr. John Taylor, athletic director at um, Irvington, saying amazing job this year, coach. Amazing year for you guys. You've done some great things at East Orange. Good luck this weekend. Fingers crossed for the Jaguars. Dr. Taylor, I appreciate it, man. Uh, their, their coach, Smoke, and I are, are, have become really friends in the last four or five years. They do an awesome job as well. Um, it's funny. I, I think I think there's a, there's a duality, similarities in terms of how we approach things in the urban environment. Um, a lot of the resources are kind of the same. It's a lot of similarities. But what you will find are guys that are high quality, high character. Um, Irvington definitely has one over there. Uh, another young man up in uh, Patterson East Cycles Magazine doing a great job. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, the more we can show our young men that it's okay to, uh, you know, like I tell my son all the time, it's okay to be a nerd, if you will, right? When I was when I was in school, we used to call them nerds. Now we just call them smart. You know, we play so much football that I believe a lot of us, well, I'm 53, so a lot of our synapses aren't firing the way they used to. <laughs> And uh, try to get these kids to understand that you need, just probably need to work smart, not hard. Uh, comment from John Beelan. Schools, oh, I'm sorry, hold on, you got a comment. Give me one second. Schools need to hire more coaches like Coach O. Would have loved to play for a guy like him. Uh, Kenny Kirkpatrick, Coach Oliver, I wish you the best of luck. Get that sectional title and on to the, sec and on to the uh, state championship game. That's very nice. Coach, can you highlight a few of your players that have had an impact uh, for you this season and maybe talk a little bit about the dynamic of coaching your son, I believe, who's the quarterback, correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, Coach, uh, you two, you guys, just like uh, – Coach, before you guys got nothing going on this week in your household, household right? Nothing, nothing big going on. Nice quiet week. So, the, 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 the funny dynamic is that um, one of the rivalries that East Orange has always had over the years, there was two. East Orange can go Owen, whatever, but as long as they played and beat Montclair and played and beat Barringer, you know, giving was good. And the interesting part is my wife is from Montclair, right? And we actually live in Montclair. So at the end of the day, there's always our house is the power's always been on in our house. <laughs> but so to highlight some of the kids, there's so many. I mean, be very honest. Um, I don't even know who to start with. There's a young man named Ibrahim who I don't know if you've ever been to any of our games, but I don't send captains out for the coin toss. I send one young man 
um, who really is, has some physical challenges. And he represents our team. And um, those are the guys that, you know, I, I like to talk about because uh, he never really plays, but he's just a really a great example of what East Orange is about. Um, they call East Orange the, the, the crossroads in New Jersey, right, meaning that you can get to any point in New Jersey from East Orange. And we really, we really have opened up and expanded because of the recruitment, because of the type of kids that go there that really do uh, really kind of put their hard hats on and understand the bigger picture, that you get to anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. Uh, so for football, uh, we have a young man, our, our bell cows, we call him this year, a young man named uh, Kyle Lewis. Kyle Lewis, is a uh, he's a pit commit, uh, but he's had offers from Michigan and Pitt, uh, Penn State. Uh, he just kind of fell in love with Pitt. Uh, he's, he's a young man that has started for me since sophomore year. He's a, he's a hard hat guy. Uh, he's a kid that'll chase you home, um, but you know if he finds he's the wrong person, he'll he'll say he'll apologize. You follow what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have a lot of them. Um, I have a junior named Joshua Richards. Uh, he's from East Orange, but he just transferred back. He did two years in Florida. Um, Cable Gores, I think I, I forget the name of the town, but he already has about four or five offers. Um, there's just a plethora. I mean, Ahmad Nalls, um, Damon Phillips, our running back extraordinaire. Damon is probably as tall as your table, but he's as strong <laughs> as your house. Uh, Damon is one of the, the, the uh, leaders in rushing in the state. Um, he's definitely a, a, a kid that you don't have to take out the backfield just to block on third down. And he's a, he's a, he's a matchup nightmare. Um, he and a lot of our defensive players – um, along with my son, I really, uh, really found some synergy, and these guys work well together. Um, I, I can go down the line: Mungay, uh, Seku. Um, I'm, you know what's interesting as well? Uh, I, I was born and raised in East Orange General, but I've, I've I found a way. We we found the need to uh, meld a lot of the young men who are not American born. So when you're from other parts of the world. Uh, football wasn't always the number one thing. So I've had to learn a little bit of Creole. I had to learn some Spanish. I had to learn some. My son speaks Mandarin. So it's a lot going on uh, in, in that locker room over there. I mean, I don't see what I have to win, you know. Uh, but as far as my son, uh, my son has been on my hip since, uh, wow, since he's been born. Um, I've, I've had the pleasure of coaching at a number of schools, Urban Catholic, uh, Seton Hall Prep, um, where else? Uh, St. Mary's in Rutherford, oh, Queen yeah. of Peace. Okay. Um, yep. <laughs> number of schools. Um, I've done very well. There was, a, we went on a uh, seven game run where for seven straight years, no matter what school I was at, we were in the state finals. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yep. uh, and my son has always been there. Um, I think my son was probably the missing piece in terms of our offense. Um, our offensive coordinator. Uh, John Jacob, I don't know if you know, he's the state commissioner for coaching, but he he worked at, uh, he used to be the West Orange coach for nine years, and then after that, he wound up being an OC in Wayne Hills. And uh, we run an RPO style, and it really calls for the quarterback to pay attention to whatever they do. If they if they bring a certain person, we'll throw it. If they drop back, we'll run it. And so it calls for reads. And my son is kind of perfectly suited for that. Uh, he's always been uh, a kid who was uh, in Montclair, we had a thing called Drums of Thunder. So in middle, in, in elementary school, he was performing in front of, uh, you know, at the U.S. Open, 
and you know all those types of venues, the Eagles game, the Giants game. So the, the the stage was never too big for him. I always tell my wife, man, I'm just trying to I get out of his way. I think he's the smartest person in our house. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, he's 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 a, he's a bright kid. He's a pleasure to to be around. And um, I coached our oldest son when I was in Montclair. Uh, so I'm I'm used to kind of coaching my children, and we won two state championships uh, up there uh, with John Fiore. So we've kind of been on this path, and I just hope that we're able to finish it the right way. Awesome. Thanks. A couple comments. Jimmy Eiserman saying, what's up, guys? Good luck, Coach Oliver. Dr. Thanks, John sir. saying, Ahmad Nails and Damon Phillips are studs. Joshua Richards is one of the better receivers, wide receivers in North Jersey. Wow. Well, that's uh, high. Appreciate it. Um, and then Dr. John also saying, Coach Jake's daughter and my daughter play lacrosse against one another. We had long conversations <laughs> together at the games. Um, East Orange is lucky to have him. Very nice. Yes, so. we are. <laughs> Uh, okay, Coach, I'll go. I'll go real quick. Um, I have a question. Can I sure. ask a question? Of course. Really quick. I know you. I know you're busy, but um, what is it like working with your wife? Um, you know what? I'm going to be honest, Coach. We look we look all nice and dandy right now. If you saw our little quick agenda meetings at the dinner table, it's ugly, Coach. Ugly, man. Ugly. Yelling, screaming. We get on air. We all look, we look. Everything's nice and dandy. You just well, gave away the secrets. There, pre you know? pre that, that that meeting. <laughs> Are we are we making it look like it's okay? Working yeah, how does it look? We get along. It, it looks awesome. I'm telling you, it's all about the visual, behind right? The behind scenes. the scenes. I, I, know, I know. Truth be told. And then, well, and, and, and Beelan saying, "We know who runs that house, Coach." Right. That's right. <laughs> Good. But that was that was a great question. That was, that was that a was great question. Totally you know what we gotta do, Coach? We gotta do like a thirty for thirty. Like we gotta like film the, that meeting and show yes. that. Yes. Or our ratings will be through the roof. The uh, the behind the scenes. Behind yeah. the scenes. Oh my gosh! I don't know. <laughs> so, Coach, match up with match up with PCTI this right. weekend for the final. What's up? Right. Matchup? So, two years ago, uh, we were in the in the semifinals against PCTI, and we lost by about four or five points. Very good team. I think we matched up pretty well against them. Uh, they 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 have a very good size up front. Um, athletic kids all around. Um, I really look forward to to kind of matching our skills against theirs. The good thing is that we've we've done our, our work where everyone else that we had to play throughout the playoffs and the finals have to come through those gates in North Clinton Street. That's big, right? That's big. It's everything. And at the end of the day, even though we're Jaguars, our our our, our team has adopted this shark thing, right? I see, and I see, I see a lot of the footage of that with the kids. That's, there you know, it is. At the end of the day, what it really just speaks to is that we, for years, uh, East Orange has always been the hunted. And I think we switched it into being the hunters. And and it's, and it's something that we, we pride ourselves because we don't really play the win or lose. Um, our team, our mantra is to be solution-based. So what does that mean? That just means that whatever problem our opponent produces, um, we're going to find a riddle to it, right? We're going to fix the problem. What it does is keeps us engaged. Um, people talk about being in a zone. Well, that, keep, that, that allows us to, to quiet our minds and stay focused for longer periods of time. Because if you're worrying about winning, then that means you're worrying about your plan not to lose. And if you do win, then what's the next motivation? So what we do is just kind of look at it as whatever problem you bring, we're going to find a solution. And we've been able to do that for 10, 10 consecutive weeks. Very nice. Awesome. Oh, we got a coach. Uh, 
Kip Finley saying, what's up, Coach O, Kip Michael? Amen. Coach uh, Siciliano, good luck, Coach Oliver, this weekend. And Thank my you. sister Jody's chiming in. Good luck, East Orange. <laughs> so, you get it everywhere. Coach, you guys are having an unbelievable run. You said, you know, maintaining it for 10 weeks straight. How has the support of the students, the staff, and the community contributed to your atmosphere this season? Great question. Uh, you know, the, the town is kind of, is interesting, right? We had it, when I took over the job, we had a new a new principal, a new superintendent, a new mayor, and all of us had to kind of get to know each other and work together. Um, and then COVID hit. So the, my first year, well, we were six and four. Um, then the next year we were seven and three, and then nine and two, and then we were a five and two on the COVID year. I'm saying that to say that we've always done things on the incline. We've always been kind of playing that music to, to a crescendo, right? And we really think that this year, we, we have been able to really put everything together. I've had some really, really explosive players. I got kids that are Rutgers and all over this country. But I think we have the, the best team I've had. Uh, we got a bunch of guys that come to work on time. They really work hard. They study the game. And uh, so what it's done is galvanize our community. You know, it's not like these parents have their best kids at home and they're sending us the worst ones, right? They're sending us the best they have and what they've been able to do We'll see the product on the field, see the product in the classroom. And it's kind of uh, allowed them to, to breathe a sigh of relief because we've changed the, the, the culture from being one that was unsafe to a safe environment and then to one where they would get confidence. So what do I mean? Meaning that kids were able to grow if they're in a safe environment. When they're safe and they feel comfortable, then they're able to speak their minds and speak truthfully because there's no conjecture and there's no animus with it. And that's we've been able to take that and apply that to the football field. So when they come, they're asking questions. They're not really standing there being told what to do. I tell everybody, they pay me as a coach, but I'm really a steward. I kind of just guide this thing. You know, my wife would tell you, I'm just trying not to mess it up. Very nice, Coach. Like a little apple fire with yep, Coach? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Coach, we're gonna, these are kind of uh, fun, quick questions we have for you before you go, if you don't mind. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Coach, biggest win as a coach? Biggest win as a coach, uh, other than when I met my wife. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. I got to remember I that one. Say, I, I got to remember I that one, Coach. Notes. <laughs> uh, but uh, I would probably say um, last week because every week we start over again. Nice. Okay. All right. And what's your toughest loss? Toughest loss was against Seton Hall uh, two years ago because we had a very good team that ended up nine and two, but my quarterback who had about 12 offers at the time wound up having a compound fracture on his leg. Ooh. And the loss was about him, not the record or not the game itself. Nice. Very nice. All right, coach. I don't know if PCTI is watching, but we're going to do, <laughs> we're going to ask him. We're going to ask you this way. Sure. You're down. Hopefully you're not down, but just say you are, you're down 13, six late in the game. Right. Boom, your son throws a touchdown pass. It's 13-12. Are you going, let's kick the one, or you're going like this? Ten seconds left, you're putting the two up to win that game right there. Uh, Ten seconds left, we're putting the two up. Scare money. There you go. End of the day, I have pride and confidence that uh, when we have to bite down, remember I told you about that character thing. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, I'll put our kids up against anybody in that moment. Okay. Nice. Coach, are you a coffee drinker? 
Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> but but I, I was told it was good. <laughs> All right, then I got a different one for you. I'm gonna. It's a it's a cheat day. You're gonna eat bad. Are you going to Burger King, McDonald's, Wendy's, or Chick Fil A? Chick Fil A. Nice. Good answer. That's been like the. Uh, that has been the big name. Yeah, that's the yeah. front runner. <laughs> Coach, favorite NFL football team. Uh, New York Giants. Okay. Can I tell you a quick story? I know sure. this is quick. Right? Sure. So, yeah. But, I grew up, you know, watching the Giants, of, you know, in the 70s, 77, Tony Dorsett. And I knew I would be a coach the day they fired Tom Landry. And I was upset at how they did it. And so I no longer, and that, that's what turned me off. I know it sounds crazy, but I knew I was a coach's guy at that time. Nice, okay. very nice. All right, coach, you win the big game on Saturday. Who's the first person that you turn to on the sideline that you kind of like hug, celebrate with? I'm, and I, I'm not this one. I'm not playing. I'm, I'm very, very serious. My wife, absolutely. Uh-huh. She's been my rock. She's been my backbone. She allows us to do what we do, and uh, I really believe that. And I know I can speak for most of you guys in your room, at least. That um, it's all about the teamwork, and teamwork on the team starts with teamwork at home. So my wife definitely. Then everyone. Then <laughs> very okay. nice, Coach. Coach, thank you so much for taking the time. We know it's a busy week for you and uh, getting ready for everything. We really appreciate it, and we wish you the best of luck this weekend. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thank no you, problem. Coach. Good luck this week. All right. Have a good evening. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, Coach, Coach Oliver. Oliver. Yeah, and listen, just be, I echo what Beelan said. I mean, how do you not want to play for oh, a guy 100%, like that? You know, like 100%. I said, I worked with Coach yep. at St. Mary's yep. uh, for a year. We won, he, when he says they, we won the state championship together, but, yep. um, you know, Dr. John saying good luck, Coach, and uh, that's it. Eddie says saying, Coach says saying, uh, that's awesome. Very nice. So. Let's All right, so what do we got going on? Well, we have um, – we were just waiting for our guest picker to okay. um, arrive, so we will get to that as soon as possible. But as we're waiting for that, maybe you want to talk about what happened last week in our standings. Well, but last week, what? The Broncos, <laughs> a couple of things happened. Oh, we actually Oh, good, good. Yeah, bring him in. Bring him in. We don't want to talk about last week. I'll bring him in, but we're Real quick, real quick, John Beelan, awesome interview. Getting those kids to get the grades up in community service before 100%. playing. I mean, come on. And he's yeah. – hey – unbelievable yep. so all right so we got to do this let's bring in i'm going to bring in our, our guest picker and then i will officially introduce him to our audience again okay Perfect um, but yeah you know what I, I, gotta, I gotta give you credit hello coach calendrillo how are you i'm doing fine uh i was listening to your show and you both do a great job and being married uh, my compliments to both of you it's uh incredible <laughs> That's kind of kind of the running joke. What what we see here isn't behind the scenes. No, this is not it. <laughs> What's the word they use? This is a front. This is a front. This is a front. Definitely. Oh, too funny. But coach, this is. Well, well you're, doing, you're doing a great job. Thank you very much, and thank you for joining us tonight. Just to introduce you to our audience, we are joined by Coach Frank Calandrillo, who is a coach with the Garfield Junior Boilermakers. So thanks for joining us, Coach. And I got to say, it is the reason why I coached football. My first working with Coach, I mean, I knew Coach when I was playing junior football, but then Coach um, asked me to coach with him, and he got me started. So uh, that's where the football began for me. So thank you, Coach. And by the way, the... Super Bowl champion yes, Garfield Junior Boilermakers at all levels. At all levels. So congratulations, Coach. Well, thank you, and we're very proud of them. And uh, and you're a good coach, Kurt. You, you did put a lot to the table. Thank you, Coach. <laughs> all right, 
right, so coach, we were just going over, as you, uh, Kurt probably explained, we do like a, a running total all year long. So Kurt wants to avoid it this week because he's been in the lead. He was up by seven, but I closed the gap this week. So by winning the week, so uh, I went. So, <laughs> so I'm going to put the standings up. Right, by the way, real it. quick, John Beelan saying, um, Coach Cal, my man, my grandfather loved this guy. And that's Johnny Beelan's grandfather. And again, awesome guy. Also, I remember him from Little League. So, so uh, our current standings are Kurt still is at the top at 156 and 67. I'm uh, behind him at 155 and 68. Mr. Beelan made big jumps. He's up there now at 151 and 72. Kenny's in fourth place at 144 and 79. And our guest picker is at 136 and 80. So, Coach, you got to sweep the board to have any hope for these guest pickers, Coach. <laughs> well, it's not, there's no pressure on this, right? <laughs> no pressure. All right, Coach, so uh, for each game, I'll just announce the game, and um, and you'll be our, our first pick, if you don't mind. So um, I'm just letting Kurt get the board up okay. there for our first matchup. So our first matchup is, these are all, uh, all the public schools are sectional champions, and then the non-publics will talk By about By the way, I got to give a shout-out. Kenny Kirkpatrick is saying, welcome, Frank. Coach Frank, welcome, because if I didn't, Kenny would be screaming at me <laughs> if I didn't give him a shout-out. Oh, wait a minute, but read Dr. John comment please dr john whoa jen making a comeback that's some ketchup good work dr john thank you because kurt wanted to screw over it but i went 21 and 2 this week thank you very much we'll see who finishes <laughs> and my sister jody coach calendrillo congrats coach calendrillo and all the junior boilermakers from jody well, well thank you all right, so our first matchup is in North 1 Group 1 Sexual Championship. We have number two, Hasbro Heights, at number one, Park Ridge. Coach, who do you have? You know, um, I think Hasbro Heights is, uh, they got a tough, tough program, and uh, I, I got faith in them. I think they're going to take this one. All right, so Coach is going with Hasbro Heights. Uh, Kenny is picking. Park Ridge by a score of 34 to 27. He says Park Ridge will win an offensive shootout. I know that this is their third time they're matching up this season. Yes. Right. right? So uh, I'm still, I think Park Ridge is going to pull it out for the third time. I know that's hard to do in a season, but I'm picking And that's, that's why I want to go with Heights because I think to beat Heights three times in one season, I, I, it's almost impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Good point, Coach. Beelan's going where? I'm sorry. Uh, Beelan is going Park Ridge. I'm going Park Ridge. Coach Cal, I talked with Coach Alimo today, and there's no way when I speak with Coach Alimo, and I said this last time, I, I, I go back to the year 2000, Ramapo, I'm sorry, Ramapo, 2000, Elmwood Park, Heights, they beat us in the Super Bowl. Coach, I can't pick Heights. No way. I'm going Park Ridge. I can't do it. I think you might be right, Coach, but I will not do it. I'm going to see looks like. I'm taking Park Ridge. All right, our next sectional championship is uh, North 2 Group 1, and we have number 2 Cedar Grove at number 1 Mountain Lakes. You know, um, I know uh, one of my coaches, Coach Sarlock, was there for many, many years and had a great program in, in Cedar Grove, but I'm going with Mountain Lakes this time. Lakes as well by a score of 27 to 21. He says that um, Mountain Lakes escapes an upset at home. Uh, I'm picking Cedar Grove. Mr. Beelan is picking Cedar Grove. And who do you have? I am going to go with you, Jen. I'm going to go Cedar Grove. They put up a lot of points. They put up 
They're, uh, they never scored less than 20 points, and they scored 22 on Caldwell, but they've been averaging, like, in the 30s. So I'm going to take Cedar Grove over uh, Mountain Lakes. Great. Our next sectional, uh, champ, or next, excuse me, sectional final is the North One Group Two final with number eight Hanover Park. Our guest, uh, Coach Fulton, tonight at number two Caldwell. Coach, who do you have? Well, you know, originally I, I was looking at Caldwell, but after listening to Coach Fulton, you know what? He, he impressed me. He's going to bring these guys in, and I think they're going to win the game. So I'm picking Hanover Park. By the way, Beelan's saying Kurt is scared. He's looking over at the picks, keeping it close. No way. I love I love how we get on him for this stuff because at dinner tonight when we were doing our picks separately, he kind of was trying to find out who I was picking, I swear. Okay. <laughs> Dr. John saying, uh, is it Gogarty? Gogarty is going to get it done. Cedar Grove gets this one done. He was their quarterback in the early 2000s, and the Panther grad brings home a title to the Panthers. Oh, nice. Always adding some good stuff there. Thanks, Dr. John. Um, all right, so for on the Kenny is picking Caldwell by a score of twenty-one to seven. Um, I can't read your handwriting here. Hanover Park. Oh, Cinderella run comes to an end. I agree with you, Kenny. We both called them our Cinderella team last week when we both picked them there as well. I loved having Coach Fulton on. I just think Caldwell's going to be a little too much for them, so I'm going to go with Caldwell. Best of luck to Coach Fulton, though. Um, Beelan? Mr. Beelan's picking Caldwell as well. See, I, I agree with Coach. I swear, I, and I'm telling you, if it was any other team on this board, Coach, after listening to him, I would be like, they're going to do it. But who have I said all year? Caldwell. Caldwell, Coach, they, you like defense, right, Coach Calendrilla? Absolutely. They gave yeah. 54 points all year, and they're seven in the last four games. Not average seven, seven points in their last four games. And I think the Caldwell defense gets it done. I hope Coach Fulton could do it, but I'm going to go Caldwell. All right, moving on to our, our North 2 Group 2 sectional championship. We have number six, Jefferson, at first seed, Rutherford. I I think Rutherford has always had a great program. They got a really good running back there, and I'm picking Rutherford. All right, nice. Uh, Rutherford, um, Kenny has Rutherford by a score of 28-17. That is saying that Rutherford is just going to be too much for Jefferson. I have Rutherford as well. So does John Phelan. Yeah, so do I. I mean, the board yeah, the co like Coach, that kid, I think it's Cerulli. They got the kid Van Weber, the quarterback. Coach Sheridan always mm -hmm. talks about. I'm going to go Rutherford, too. So we're going to sweep the board with Rutherford. The first sweep. All right, North 1, excuse me, Group 3 sectional championship. Number 2, West Essex. At number 1, West Morris. You know, there's uh, two good teams right here, but I'm going with West Essex. All right. Let's see. Kenny has West Essex by a score of 24 to 21. He's predicting that West Essex will win with a field goal. And then he wrote, go hoops. <laughs> Coach, she is a, uh, an alum. She graduated from West Essex. So we, I do she's got to pick, even though she them. didn't pick them to win the next round. Just saying, just saying. <laughs> so I do. I have West Essex as well. Um, John Beelan has West Essex, and how about you? Yeah, I'm going to take, uh, Another we, we joke around, and Dr. John will like this one, Coach. We always say <laughs> they run the Delaware wing tee, so we had Lewis Saunders on our show, and he was like, he called it Windows 95, so uh, he said, you know, <laughs> that's from Windows 95, the Delaware thing, so, uh, but Windows 95 is going to win. I'm going to go West Essex. All right, our next one is the North 2 Group 3 sectional final with number 3 Sparta at number 1 Cranford. 
Again, two good teams here. Um, I think Spartans, the, the program that they've had throughout the years, uh, they're going to win this game. All right. Uh, Kenny is picking Sparta as well. He's saying that Sparta with the upset by a score of 21 to 14 is his prediction. Uh, Mr. Beelan is picking Sparta. I'm going Cranford. I picked them in the beginning. I've got, uh, I'm going Cranford on this one. This was the toughest one. This was the toughest one. I really wanted to go Sparta, but I circled Cranford. They impressed me versus Pascag Valley. I'm going to take Cranford. I think this one can go either way, but uh, hopefully you and I are on the right side of this one. <laughs> All right, we, um, our next matchup would be the uh, North 1, Group 4, Ramapo at Northern Highlands, but we're just going to respectfully not choose that game this week. We just feel like it's kind of the right thing to do. Um, so we're going to move on to the North 2, Group 4, Sectional Championship, which pits number 2, Middletown South, at number 1, Irvington. Irvington, they got, I, I believe they have it all. Um, I, I'm, they're going to win this game, and I think they're going to do it convincingly. Nice. Kenny is picking Irvington as well by a score of 15 to 13. He's saying that they'll win their first sectional title in dramatic fashion is his prediction. I agree. I think uh, Irvington's going to be victorious as well, bring home that first sectional crown. Dr. John, we're pulling for you and your program. Mr. Beelan's picking Irvington as well. Yeah, and Coach... Um... Coach Calandrillo, Dr. John, AD, is always on our show. They have never won a sectional title in a in 102 years. So this would be the first one, and I think they're going to get it. And I think they're going to get it. Their defense is phenomenal. They play a crazy schedule, and I think that pays off this week, and I, get the, I think they get their first sectional title. I think it's going to happen, and I wish them a lot of luck. Absolutely. All right, all right, moving on to Group 5. We have the North 1 uh, Group 5 sectional final, number 3 PCTI at number 1 East Orange. Coach Ray Real quick, Oliver, real quick, I just got to give another shout-out. Our good friend Jerry Petiri saying Coach Frank. So Jerry Petiri is giving you a shout-out. <laughs> How you doing, Jerry? All right, Coach good Frank. Player. Who do you have in the uh, PCTI at West Orange? I'm sorry. You know what? Uh, Coach Oliver, um, he, he seems like he's got a, a really, he masters his team. He's, he's got a good handle on what's going to happen this week, and uh, I, I'm picking East Orange. And also, uh, being a graduate of Upsilon College that was in East Orange, it's, I'm a little partial on that one. Picking East Orange as well by a score of 34 to 27. He's saying East Orange escapes a tough PCTI team. Mr. Beelan had the had the PCTI win last week. He's sticking with them again. He's picking PCTI. I'm going East Orange. Yeah, a couple comments. Um, John Beelan saying sorry, Coach O, but I gotta rock with my boys PCTI. And Jerry saying great coach, Coach Calandrillo. He gave me my first nickname. Hollywood. So there you go. <laughs> um, That's for sure. You know what? I'm with I'm with you guys. East Orange, Coach Oliver. I think he's got. You know what I loved how he said they got to go through the gates down there at East yeah, Orange. Yeah. You know, like that place will be rocking. It's going to be tough to win there, home field. Um, and I'm going to go East Orange. Dr. John Taylor, thanks, everyone. If things go our way, I'll send out championship shirts. Your support for Irvington is much appreciated. Awesome. Let's go. Your support is appreciated. Absolutely, well. Dr. John. All right, North 2, Group 5, Sectional Championship, number 5, East Side, at number 2, Clifton. You know, I, I never thought I'd be saying this, uh, having been in the NNJL when I played in high school against Clifton, some of the longest games 
you know, you look at the clock and you just, the, t- the, the numbers don't tick quick enough. Um, but I, I am picking Clifton. They got a really good running back and it's Brian Feliciano and, and I think they're going to win it. one 29 to 28 he says they're gonna his predictions they'll win by going for two uh i'm picking clifton mr Beelan is picking clifton yeah i'm picking clifton too like coach said that feliciano they got a good quarterback in velis the receiver uh swayze and uh coach this game ended i don't know if you know this game ended they played once before it was 17 14 like two seconds left fourth and goal on inside the one clifton made a goal line stand Hopefully for Coach Sinku, it's not that crazy, and he could be celebrating at the end, but I'm with you guys. I think Clifton's going to do it. Coach is right. Great running back. They got a nice little offense there. So. Uh, I want to make sure I have the correct one next for you. Moving on to the non-public schools next. You have the Bergen Catholic matchup. Yes, this okay. is the non-public. All right, so now our non-public is actually the uh, semifinal. A is the semifinal. So we have number four, St. Peter's Prep, at number one, Bergen Catholic. You know, while I have a, 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 the most respect for St. Peter's Prep, Bergen Catholic is tough this year. You know, the record indicates it. I, I think they're, uh, they're going to take it all the way, and I'm picking Bergen Catholic. Paul Giglio is saying east side, solid defense, Coach Mags all the way. Coach mentioned that before. He uh, mentioned about, uh, yes. was Coach Oliver, I think, yes. right? Mentioned about uh, east side coaching. Yes, he did. You're absolutely right. Yep. Uh, Kenny is picking uh, St. Peter's Prep by a score of 31 to 28. He says St. Peter's will pull off the shocker. Um, I'm with you, Coach Calandrillo. I've said we've had a discussion all season about how hard, especially in that, you know, the uh, non-publics it is, they battle it out every week, and that could anybody stay undefeated? And I predicted that Bergen Catholic would. So I'm with you, Coach. I think they're going to stay undefeated. I have them winning. Uh, Mr. Beelan has Bergen Catholic. And how about you? See, let's. Coach Calandrillo, listen to how slick John Beelan is. I did tell him, I, and maybe it's because Beelan, maybe he's doing some kind of math that I don't understand, but he's telling me, I told Beelan nobody will be undefeated by the time that season's over, right? So he's saying to me, Kurt, stick to your guns. You said no one in that division will be undefeated. You better pick, you better pick St. Peter's Prep. What's the semifinals mean, Coach? There's another game. I don't have to pick against him today. He's trying to box you in, Coach. That's all. Right. Boxing me in. I'm too smart for Beelan. I hope, um, I hope, or you know, hope uh, Nico's not watching, but not this week, Beelan. You're not getting me. I'm going Bergen Catholic, like Coach. They're just, they're too good. They're too good. But next week, get back to me, Beelan. <laughs> All right, our other non-public A semifinal matchup is number six, Don Bosco, at number two, St. Augustine. You know, St. Augustine has the record, I believe, they're nine and one. Uh, but the caliber that I see Don Bosco playing up this way, I'm, I'm picking them. I think they're gonna. It's gonna be an upset, and they're gonna win. He's picking Bosco by a score of 28 to 20. He says Bosco uh, pulling upsets off all year, and this will be another one. I'm going to go St. Augustine. I kind of feel like, you know, they're in that bracket. All they do is hear about these teams up north. I just feel like they play with a little bit of chip on their shoulder. So I'm going to go with St. Augustine. Mr. Beelan's going with St. Augustine. And you? Coach, uh, Coach Calandrillo, you are the witness on this one. This is the one, this is the game that's, I'm a a game up on her now. This is the one that's going to separate us because I'm with you. Don Bosco beat this year St. Peter's, St. Joe's, Del Barton, and DePaul. 
They got to travel down south. But you know what? Like Coach said, it's a different animal up here than down there. I'm with Coach. I'm going by. I see them being like one of the most improved teams throughout the, like going forward. Yep. You know, they've come, they've come a long way. I think this is the game that separates us. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Moving on to the non-public B semifinals. We have number five, Holy Spirit, at number one, DePaul. I'm going DePaul. I, I think their program has, has really taken some leaps and bounds going forward. They're, they're, um, they've been playing good football, and, and I believe they're going to win this game. As well, by score of thirty-five to fourteen, he's saying they're just too much for Holy Spirit. Um, I agree. I just think also DePaul playing up in those all those non-public A that their their schedule is just you know prepare them to be in my prediction that non-public B champion. So I have DePaul as well. Mr. Beelan has DePaul. And look at Beelan saying, "Is this Spartans versus Spartans? Look at these <laughs> logos. It's true. They're both Spartans. One's blue, one's green. And uh, yeah, I'm with you though. Their defense." coach is just unbelievable uh, one of the best defenses in the state and like you said playing up a level and uh, I think they, they beat um, Holy Spirit alright and our last non-public B matchup is number 3 St. Joseph Hamilton at number 2 Red Bank Catholic I am picking Red Bank Catholic I, I believe they have what it takes to, uh, to win this game alright and uh Kenny is picking St. Joseph Hamilton by 21-19. He's saying they, they have too much playoff experience uh, and they get the road win. I'm with you, Coach Calandrello. I just think that Red Penn Catholic's talent this year, it's funny because all I hear from your experience at St. Mary's is them falling to St. Joseph Hamilton year after year after year. But I think Red Bank Catholic is going to have the edge this year. So I'm going with them. Mr. Beelan's picking Red Bank Catholic and you. Listen. This is might be worse than me picking heights, but like like she said, we face them like four times or six times in St. Mary's. We can never get by them. Um, they have you ready for this? Twenty-seven sectional championships. Twenty-seven. That's ins that's. I'm not even twenty-seven years old. They're old. They're more than me. But uh, but no, no. Twenty-seven. They're fifty-four and fourteen in the playoffs. I you know, I listen. I hope they don't win, but for stats, I'm gonna take. Um, I'm gonna go with St. Joe's and Hamilton. They just when they get to the postseason, it's like a different animal. They they don't lose, so I'm gonna go with them. All right. And our last matchup is our out of state matchup. We have. Uh, oh yeah, you know what? I gotta give. We gotta give Coach a second because I forgot to give him this. Oh, one. all right. Okay. I want to explain to him the uh, our Maryland teams. Um. Yeah, what we do is we adopted through Kenny, we adopted this Huntingtown team. Um, big running game, Coach Calandrillo, defense running game. So they are, I believe their record is 9-1. Nine and, nine and, and they are hosting another Maryland team, Douglas, who's the number two seed, who is 10-1. So... Well, the way you explained it, Kurt, um, the first team was, what was the name of that team? I'm sorry. Huntingtown. Huntingtown, but they um, they love to run the ball, and I'm, that's that's my style. I know that's why I got to run the ball, and uh, well, that's where I'm going. That's who I'm picking. All right. Well, Kenny has Huntingtown as well. He's predicting a score of 21 to 15. He says uh, Huntingtown will win it in this classic one-two matchup. I'm going with Huntingtown as well. Mr. Beelan's going with Huntingtown. Yeah, and Mr. Valenti's going Huntingtown <laughs> too, because like Coach says, they run and hey, what wins now? 
running running the ball and play defense. Um, Coach McGuire saying, when did you play? When you when, did you play them when you were at Mary's? Yeah, we played them. I would say 2010, 2011, 2012, all three of those seasons. And listen, they were good. I mean, we were good in 12. They were good. Uh, St. Joseph Hamilton. So we sweep the board with Huntingtown. All right. So let me just get. Let's get just coach up for one more second here. So, by the way, coach, um, I want to announce on Thursday, Jen, at yep. 7 o'clock, yep. we're going to be doing a special show for the Super Bowl champion Garfield uh, Junior Boilermakers. All three levels um, won the Super Bowl. So, uh, coach, we are looking forward to doing that with you guys. Yeah. Today. And, and, and everyone's looking forward to uh, participating. And, and, and we want to thank you for recognizing these these fabulous group of, of young athletes. And, uh, you know, this is a truly a blessed year. And, and by going on your, your show, it's going to be even better. So I again want to thank you and, and you do a great job. And, and, and thanks for inviting me to uh, make the picks. I, I hope I, uh, pick up on the, uh, and, and carry some weight here. No, no. Hey, it was you. great yeah. breaking down the games. Absolutely. Thank and, you, uh, Coach, for joining us. Coach, anytime you're welcome. Looking forward to doing the Garfield show with you guys, and uh, thank you so much. Yeah, congratulations again on the all three levels uh, being victorious. That's an amazing achievement. You guys must be very proud. Uh, it's, it's a great – it was a great time. And, and, you know, working under my son as a first-year – he's a first-year head coach. Um, it was, I had a lot of more fun this year than probably any other season. So, and we had some really good assistant coaches. Uh, Jimmy Eisman's on the show, uh, to coach Pat Pavlik, Ed Pavlik Sr., Ed Pavlik Jr., Pedro Nolasco, and Luis uh, Gomez. So, it's been a lot of fun, and that's just on our level. But we'll, we'll save the rest for, uh, when you talk to the head coaches in the program. So, Awesome. And Thank coach, you. you know what? You're, you're the third guest tonight. And we said we were joking with the other two guests because, you know, um, the one coach, um, Coach Fulton, was coaching. His his wife's a soccer coach. Then we have Coach Oliver and his son's the quarterback. Yeah. And then you guys last week. So you guys must have had last week a boring life in your home, too. Like, you guys probably had nothing going on to talk about last week, right? Well, you know, I, I just asked Frankie. I say, I, you know, he, actually, he's a, he could be impressed with his offensive calls. Uh, you tell me. Way better than I when I was a coach. I was more of a defensive coach, but he's not afraid to air it out. And, and we had some talent, but uh, I think he's got a future because he's been around it for like nine years as helping out and being an assistant. So he first he got his first opportunity and, and he did well. But we try not to argue on the field. <laughs> There you go. Just, it just doesn't look good to the kids, and, and our assistants, uh, you know, it doesn't work well for them either. So we keep the peace on the field, and thank, thankfully, that it, it works. There you go. Very nice. Coach, coach. thank you so much, Thanks Coach. Thanks again. Looking forward to seeing you on Thursday. Okay, well, thank you so much. You have a great night and the best of the show. Thank, thank you, you, Coach. Okay, so there's Coach Calandrillo. Garfield Junior Boilermakers, and again, way back when he was the first guy, hired me as an assistant, asked me to help out, and uh, it all began there, so I want to thank him for that. Jody's chiming in saying, we beat them in softball for uh, St. Joe's and oh, Hamilton. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Different animal in softball, <laughs> I can tell you that right now. But yeah, Coach McGuire's asking when, 10, 11, 12, they're just, they were a juggernaut. Um, again, one more, it was an awesome show tonight. Awesome guests from Coach Calandrillo, Coach Fulton, obviously Coach Oliver, and uh, you know what it is? Like, we look at this real quick, and you look now, and Jody's saying a few times, LOL. But you look, and it's like, you know, 
what, where on this week would you be like, oh my God, I'm shocked that game won? Like right. any one of these teams, okay, there's yeah, no more, absolutely. like these are yep. championship caliber mm-hmm. teams. Mm-hmm. So if any one of these, you know, an eight beats a two or six beats a one and, you know, like how well, could we, you say it's an upset? Well, we, we talked about once the state tournament starts, you know, first round, those numbers are meaningless. Now, even more so, you know, that, the, you know, we talked about even to Coach Fulton about him being an eight. You know, uh, Caldwell isn't going to look at them as an eight. No, team, oh, no, you know? no, no. They're, you know, so, uh, you know. And who's just... going in with more confidence than Hanover Park? Right, I exactly. mean, they beat Ramsey, and, and they're going went to Walter, nothing to lose. Nothing you know? to lose. Yeah, so. Um, I was know. wrong on one thing. Remember I said it was only two seeds over a four seed? Uh, east side's also oh, okay. a five, too. Okay. That's left. Yeah. The non-parochials, they're not in the finals okay. yet. Right. So right. Um, that's that. But again, um, you know, it was a great show, fun show. But uh, again, just terrible day in the football community in North Jersey. We're coaching with the um, the passing of, you know, the, the best, Drew Gibbs, Coach Drew Gibbs. And, uh, you know, I want to say it again. And uh, hopefully, you know, we do something later on. For coach but uh it was an honor it was an honor and pleasure to coach under him i know i speak for a lot of other assistants again i had conversations with other coaches today where we were just shocked you know and uh you know prayers go out to him his family uh his son's a coach on the ramapo team prayers go out to the ramapo community ramapo football team there's john bealan saying rest easy coach gibbs Absolutely. Um, rest in peace, Coach Gibbs, and uh, prayers go out to everybody involved. You know, um, before we go for the evening, I just think it speaks volumes that both of our guests this evening, bef- as soon as they entered the show, uh, you know, we welcomed them, we asked them a question, but before they would comment, they they both wanted to, you know, give their respect to, to Coach Gibbs. And again, we spoke about it this evening, but just that think that speaks volumes about the person that he was um you know he will be missed uh by many yes he's left a lasting legacy um not only at ramapo but on all the people that have crossed his path yes uh side note um the super football conference was supposed to hold all conference selections tonight we canceled it out of respect to coach gibbs it was the right thing to do oh very nice yeah. yes and that's where hanover park where coach fulton was saying right, right. he you was know, originally not able to make it so you know i a great thing to do um good luck with your picks good luck you. with coach thank calendrillo you. mr kirkpatrick mr Beelan. um and you know what good luck to all these teams playing this week mm-hmm. i mean i could just say you know coaching in a sectional final it's like you know, you win that game, and hey, we've won them and we've lost them. But when you win them, and Coach Oliver was with us in in 2006, and obviously with Coach Gibbs in 2001 and 2003, and it's just you know, um, Coach Breslin shared obviously with Coach Cicilliano, and you just remember like it was yesterday, and like those feelings just never go away. And, and the three hours of to pro, it, it's like it's unbelievable. And it's something you know those players will never forget. It's a moment you know that they'll remember for and. Uh, you know, think about for the rest of their lives. So best of luck to everybody playing this weekend. Be safe, be well. And we will see you uh, Friday Friday night. For our recap. Thanks for watching. Have a good night.